You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 393rd episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. Hey, this is Matt. Just got done grinding some gravel, you guys. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Living the life. All right. And uh, this is Spencer in Western Massachusetts. Uh, plenty of gravel to grind out here, you guys. But, um, but did you grind I guess it? it? I guess it is the season. It's gravel season or crit season or road season. I'm not sure anymore. All I know is I've got 14 bikes in the basement and I'm ready for anything. Yeah. The bike industry can throw at me unless there's another thing that I don't know about yet. It's gotta be. Oh, there's, there's always something new. Now, little guy, you said you grinded gravel. I did go to Belgian waffle ride to check the results today from the Asheville, Belgian waffle ride event. Oh yeah. I'm assuming that's where you were. And since yeah. I can't find the results, I can't, I can't, I can't determine if no, you were there or not. No, this was a, this was a, it was a training ride. It was a training ride for Schwamigan, you know, a little, a little camping with the family. Is it, I mean, does it count though? If you didn't, you know, no. sign up for some sort of epic event. No, no, I didn't pay to do it. Well, I mean, I guess we paid the campsite and, um, but I didn't strap it. Wait, wait, wait. I forgot to strap it too. You said gravel, but it sounds like bike packing. It was. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. yeah. It was both. I mean, I didn't. I didn't no, want, no, 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 no. I didn't want to get too. You bratty. didn't. You know, Spencer. I know. I, I, <laughs> I didn't spend twenty two hundred dollars on a <laughs> on a bike packing bike. I spent it. No, I got a carbon no. gravel racing bike. Well, if it has with, enough bosses, you know, on the it, lowest tier yeah. uh, Shimano parts on it. Um, with a wide range cassette to camp in the woods, little guy. No, I, I went am... to grind some gravel and get a result so I can feel <laughs> good about myself. Yeah, I didn't get a result. So, <laughs> no, you didn't get a result, but we don't know if you did. Um, friend of the pod, Kevin Dolan, went to the Belgian waffle ride in Asheville, North Carolina this weekend. Uh-huh. Um, introduced the pod to a new listener, but he did want to email us just to say that, uh, you know, he did the seven mi- 70 mile but that the race started at a small resort in North Carolina and there was only one entrance huh. in or out and people were asking if parking was going to be organized more <laughs> this year than last year. Um, no word if that resort is also called the Biltmore. Um, but, mm. you know, little guy, it's it's okay that you, uh, you did do some bike packing just embrace it you rode a cargo bike 30 miles some solid training it was like 45 Um, it was like 45 don't sell me short just on a bike trail the whole way that's that gradient of max of five percent because it's an old train bed but sure you keep telling yourself that one you got to ride down to the river then you gotta ride back up from the river and those are some serious steep hills two that bike trail is uphill both ways i don't i can't prove it but i definitely know it feels like it's uphill both ways I mean, I feel like there's ways to prove it. There's no way to prove so it. So this 
<laughs> now, little guy, this is all Schwamigan training, right? I mean, selfishly, Schwamigan training. Schwamigan life. You're like, that's what I say. Hashtag Schwamigan training life. It's just training it's a, for Schwamigan every day of the year until Schwamigan, and then the next day, training for Schwamigan. And it's a family vacation, and you're like, we're going on a family vacation, babe. We're riding bikes. Got to train for the. Got to train for the race with the boys. <laughs> gotta, I, didn't, I didn't organize this. Another friend organized this. This was organized months oh, in yeah. advance. I nobody else knew we were training for Schwamigan, but but if you look into my uh-huh. eyes, if you look deep enough into my eyes, you can see it. It's the killer instinct that I'm. So if I look Schwamigan, deep enough into your eyes, deep I enough. think I, I think I can see. I could see. I think I could see your login into Peacock, <laughs> yeah, you where we were watching Dauphiné. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> this week, um, Segway Sam has shown up. Let's talk about the biggest race on the calendar so far this year after the Giro. Of course, that is the Dauphiné. Um, looks good. Uh, Jumbo Visma, um, little known uh, Norwegian software company, uh, putting some uh, putting their muscle behind. The squad in yellow, who looked great with Wout Van Aert, murmurs of, is Wout Van Aert the leader of the team? Can Wout Van Aert win this? Will he be fine in the mountains? Or will they have to rely on Primoz Roglic to take uh-huh. the title? As if people forgot about the true star of Jumbo Visma. Of course, I'm talking about Jonas Vingard, <laughs> who's looking amazing. Yeah. Is he the team leader going into the Tour de France? He staked his claim today with the post-race interview saying that he could win the Tour. This is just the but he held Roglic's hand across the line. Yeah, yeah. and he did get the Rog- win today. If you get, I feel like if, if Roglic handed him the win today, that means Roglic was saying, I'm the leader of the Tour. Oh, Also, really? this could just be I, a whole I thought fake it, out. To fake out I thought you were saying this was a, an actual ceremonial passing of the torch like here you win this race because you're the leader now mm. you know i bet they make i'm the captain Jonas now work yeah. for roglic at the tour and it was like the, rides the vaulted it's just like tim said it's like the famous His movie scene where, where primos looked at jonas and looked straight at him and said look at me you're the captain now you know So we've um, had lots of good callbacks. Um, you know, major shout out to Captain Phillips um, and uh, great movie mm-hmm. for who the captain is. But mm-hmm. uh, you guys just uh, you guys just gonna skip right over my uh, amazing um, Rivers impression from Weezer for his yes. name is Jonas. Yeah, yes, no, no I was I mean, gonna. Was great. I, <laughs> I was actually when you bring these things up, it's harder for little guy to cut it afterwards in the editing so uh, you know yeah, when it's when you it's mentioned like 15 times the context becomes overwhelming mm-hmm. and i can't do yeah it just it's harder and harder for him to do yeah, but yeah. i'm sure he'll do it yeah no that's great yeah too. little guy if you could just cut um if you could maybe put like 10 seconds in um yeah. from the hit from weezer so it's not enough to like you know alert the authorities that's enough but um <laughs> it's probably enough like, dauphine was too. was a lot of fun um, so of course, re, uh, Roglic takes the win, but here's the problem boys. Uh-huh. And I, I've had it. I'm over it. Yumbo Visma needs to seriously change their Jersey color, having yellow and having a team that's got a propensity for wearing the leader's Jersey and ASO races that have yellow as the leader's Jersey. Uh-huh. It's disgusting. 
it's hard to tell <laughs> who the leader is of the race. Wow. No. All right. You know it's going to be one of them anyway, so like, why is it that hard to figure out? Because when you're standing on the side of the road, like I was uh-huh. at stage 16 oh, wow. of the Giro d'Italia. He's uh-huh. a real man uh-huh. of the people now. People on the ground. You can see the pink jersey, and you're like, oh, there's the pink jersey. Uh-huh. If you see a bunch of yellow jerseys on the front, you don't know who the leader is. It's very hard to tell. Maybe they'll change I'm not for a the fan. Tour. Maybe they'll change for the tour. Maybe they'll wear pink. I think they got to go pink. They got yeah. to do the Onse. I think so, they, too. Because this is, this is top five worst things in cycling. This is in the top five. Oh, wow. Top five? Yes. Interesting. Blood transfusion is probably number one. Yeah. Well, okay. That's, <laughs> Disc yeah. breaks number two. I can keep going. <laughs> um, speaking of worse things. Forcing riders to wear helmets up the side of mountains. Uphill, number three. Yeah, uphill finishes. That might be number one. I mean, we need the locks flowing. I still got one in here. I'm trying to think what else is worse because the yellow jersey on Yumbo Visma is definitely in the top five. No fish jersey. Um, the, the oh, I know. I know. Cobbled segments in a Tour de France stage. Uh-huh. This is this is a yeah. bike race, gentlemen. It is not a spring classic. We can't throw things here. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just reading from the TJ Van Garder and Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh, that that's why he was number four. Got it. Zings. Got baby. it. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, the Criterium uh, uh, Dauphiné. I'm sorry. That was Talansky. It was Talansky. I was looking at the wrong one. I, no. <laughs> I meant it was Talansky. He was the bad one. Yes, Spencer? Oh, I was going to talk about, you know, current events rather than riders that have been retired for, I don't know, what, a decade (laughs) at this point? Um, You do that because I got got some riders from two decades. I mean, mean, it ties in well with the Biltmore reference from earlier. I don't know when that was. 2015, maybe? 16? Anyway. If you check the Slack, I've got a bunch of oldies making a comeback Good, 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 good. I was going to say that the Dauphiné has provided us with many... Uh, exciting moments, many clues. You know, we we get the internet the sleuths years, yes. out there, um, you know, pouring over the data uh, leading into the Tour de France. Everybody wants to know, you know, who's going to be the leader, whatever. But I think maybe the, the most um, exciting moment that the Dauphiné provided, stage, uh, what was it? Stage three, I believe. Um, David Gadu. Winning uh, from FDJ, mm-hmm. making, oh, old, a, uh, making a statement. <laughs> you mean, AKA Eric Zabel? AKA, yeah, that, well, I mean, <laughs> I would think you would have replaced the Zabel reference again. At, yeah, least, yeah, yeah. at least minimum 20 years, maybe 25 yeah. years old at this okay. point. With the, the Alaphilippe? With the Alaphilippe, <laughs> like, which lines up a lot better with your, uh, you know, your positions in cycling. Yeah. But yeah, he pulled an old, uh, he made, he made old Wout Van Aert, the golden boy of cycling. Um, okay. Look, look a little Alaphilippe-ish. Thank you for bringing this up. I would say that friend of the pod, Brennan Gavick, texted me right away and he's like, did you see this? And I was like, of course I saw it. It was amazing. I had Peacock on in the background. Uh-huh. When I was at work, and I thought for sure Wout won, and then I look back up later, and all the cameras are around Gadu, and uh, so I turned it off in disgust because I was like, "Hey, <laughs> uh-huh. as a member of the Everybody for Wout fan club, uh-huh. as I hate to been. see, yeah. I hate to see this happen." Yeah, and um, 
Little guy, did you have a chance to watch or listen or read the Wout Van Aert interview after this major snafu? I could never find an English translation. I saw... Anyway, so no. Well, it was a very uh, very humbling interview, and he pretty much, to sum it up, because I also read it in a Google Translate, so the verbs may have been a little bit off, but it was mostly around the fact that he normally would chuckle when this type of thing happens until it happened to him, and now he feels horrible, and it will never happen again. <laughs> and it was just like kind of this like classic, like, why did I do that? Like, I'm an idiot. I never thought it was going to happen to me. Uh-huh. Never, never thought I was going to be the one that, you know, was called out. And then it happens. And the legend, and you know who had last laugh? No. Matthew Vanderpool. Hasn't <laughs> happened to him. Hasn't happened to him. Actually, Matthew Vanderpool is probably a little angry that it wasn't him <laughs> that out threw uh, Wout Van Aert on the, the, the finish can line. You believe, could you imagine oh my the, God. the headlines? The uh, the column inches of ink spilled uh, across the European sports pages. Um, oh, Bill Shiken would be giving interviews all over to cycling media here in the U.S. because mm-hmm. they'd be like, "We need an expert on cyclocross in this rivalry," and that would yeah. be the one. It'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, that was a good stage. It, do you guys feel good. like this uh, getting pipped at the line? mid celebration is there an uptick in this in like the last i don't know two years i guess it seems like it's happening a lot more than it used to but it's to like big big riders mostly to alif yeah though so i mean like he's really he's really bending the curve i think (laughs) maybe so are you are you suggesting that we that eric zabo liked it before it was cool no, not exactly, like but like the fact that you <laughs> still it. refer to it as zobbling, like so alludes to, to the fact to? that it does not. It well, you're, it alludes to the fact that it does not happen often enough to give it a different name. Yeah. Like we still call it after a guy who got pipped in uh, 1999, I think. Um, Long time ago. Yeah. So, like, if it, if it happened once in a decade, it seemed like. And now all of a sudden we've got three, four, five, six, seven cases in the last, uh, uh, you know, handful of months. Um, are are the tactics? Have the kids forgotten tactics? Do they not know to sprint through the line? Like, what is going on in pro cycling? Are they just in it for the money? Are they not? Are they not yeah. thinking this through? They're just signing, uh, you know, signing guys too early. Do they so, not have the chops? What? I th- break so it I down. Think that- it's definitely TikTok. I think it's two things. Yeah. TikTok. TikTok. It's the TikTok generation. Uh-huh. Um, and then number two, yeah. Spencer, I know it's happened to some big name riders, mm-hmm. but we know it's happened to some big name riders of a previous generation. Here's my question. Are, is it because almost all the races now are filmed and it is so easy to see a result? Like, I mean, you can watch the final kilometer of any race that is going on unless and so therefore is it tiktok unless <laughs> like it's a u.s criterium then you cannot watch it yeah if yeah. it's a u.s criterium yes that's yeah. a very very good point um we should probably add tulsa tough to our agenda uh i'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that one <laughs> um, i uh 
I don't know if it like, um, yeah, I, I feel like there's something in the water. Like the coaches are too concerned about the watts per kilogram. They're too concerned about, uh, you know, a race weight or whatever. And they are not teaching, uh, these riders, not drilling it into them during their team yeah. camps. Um, how to race bikes good, you know, like they're just like, Oh, we have a wild fan. He's a, once in a life, once in a generation, uh, talent. Um, and we'll just, uh, you know, let's get him, get his hair looking perfect. Let's get him on the magazine covers. Let's, you know, get his social media on point and on not actually teach him to continue to sprint through the line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What's going on here? Same with Ella Philippe, same with all of them. I'll step down off this soapbox now, but, uh, I just want to, you know, get your guys' take on that. I think, Something's in the water over there. Yeah. I don't know. But the Dauphiné, I mean, that was just stage three. We also uh, had the punch, the punching. Did you guys see the punching that happened? I didn't With, see any uh, punching. What? Tell me about this punching. M- Milano, Milano of UAE. Oh, okay. A guy punched someone on Wanty. What team do you think this guy was on? <laughs> like, <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I know I gave it away, but probably UAE or Quickstep. Um Page, not Jonathan Page, um, the other <laughs> Page tell. racing for a Belgian team, um, got uh, punched on a downhill. This guy from UAE kind of reached over, grabbed the top tube of his bike, and then slapped him upside the head. And then the race was over, and all the cameramen sought them out and uh-huh. ran over, and he was slapping uh, Hugo Page on the side of the uh, helmet again. Did you guys... Uh, we'll put it up on the... Um, the Instagram account. It was great. Put it on the Instagram. Yeah, so I saw it. He's kicked out of the race. Well, yeah. why? What? What was the altercation stemming from? I think I think Hugo cut him off or something. I didn't actually even see that. Yeah, something you know, that but, was totally worth taking your hand. Like they were going like uh-huh. eighty kilometers an hour yeah, down the side flying. of a mountain, and he grabbed his top tube. That's wild. It was insane, and then he slapped him upside the head. I mean, that's less wild. But, like, still like, stupid. But here's the question. I know it would be wild for us, but maybe you're, when you're used to going, like, 50 miles no. an hour down the side of a mountain, like, no. you know, after a while, you're going to, like, just pull out the newspaper, read some coffee, you know, or, like, drink some coffee, read the paper. Then you uh-huh. get to the bottom. You're like, oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I don't think so. I, yeah. I, think, I think that would... Uh, that's a very dangerous uh, thing to do. So... That happened. Um, let me ask another thing. Are we burying the lead on a little-known Australian rider, Ben O'Connor, for getting third for resplendent AG2R Citron team? I don't know if I mean, we're burying... Do we have a Tour de France? Do we have a Tour de France top five? I mean, think that's a lead? Pr- probably going to be all over Ben O'Connor and Jack. Jack Haig, yeah. Um, Sp- I wanted to ask Spencer, what's the what's the... What's the Spencer zone again? Uh, every year, I think we shift it a little bit. The Spencer zone of, of oh. finishing at the so, top 10 of the Dauphine. Where do you need to yep. be that means tour success? Because Primos and Jonas, top, they almost top got like plus one and plus two there so far ahead of everybody yeah. else. They're out of the game. So the the, strategy, the the theorem is, and it has continued to hold true year <laughs> after year. Has it? Oh, this is going to be good. No this is going to be good. Numbers, have they? Okay. It's going to be good. Well, 16th place is always a, a bellwether, but for, yeah, the always. Dauphiné for the Dauphiné specifically, yes. top five 
means no. you are peaking too early. Yes. Yes. Totally agree. So, for, so from six to ten, yes. six you place. are in the zone to be a contender, a top contender Ooh. at the tour. Okay. Which who got sixth place? Some great names in there, <laughs> like uh, T.L. Uh, Gogenhart. Uh, yeah. We've got Esteban Chavez. He's not who, riding uh, the tour. Well, he would be tour, in great so form. It's a shame. And uh, and also uh, one Luis Mentes. Oh my goodness! Oh, gentlemen, well, fly me to Europe right now because I got some bets to make. Now, <laughs> Luis Mentes. The the, uh, the on the cusp of the tenth, and this is where it gets a little fuzzy. What little little guy was referring to. Is we've got Brendan McNulty and we've got Matteo Jorgensen right there on the cusp of that top ten, and um, I think that those will be some names to watch as well. Well, I'd say bump them up because, like I said, I think Teo's not down to do the tour, even though the form's good. And and uh, Uno X, as we famously know, didn't get the cut, so Tobias in tenth there uh, is giving me. Even that form on the table. So yeah, you got to do some advanced math, um, some gymnastics with these results to really dial it in. But that's yes. kind of the gist of the yeah. theory. You yeah, know what I mean? Matthias well, Jorgensen's going to be going to the tour, right? I mean, it looks like Moss is going to be out, so Jorgensen will be at the tour. Yeah, I'm sure Jorgensen will be at the tour. Yeah, he'll yeah. probably be at the tour. Uh, this is good news for EF because they are in the dangerous, almost getting relegated zone, and they pulled two guys in the top ten this weekend, but they yeah. have been. They have been all year so, falling down to almost getting relegated, and if you're can right, we talk Spencer, about this, this relegation. Will be a big deal for them. Yeah, yeah. there's Let's, this relegation thing is not going to happen, right? Like, what do you mean it's not going to happen? Are you trying to tell me that if Movistar gets relegated, they won't just go buy another team's license? Where, where does I mean, Movistar have money? If they have money, they should use it to buy some riders that know how to race their bikes because. <laughs> Because like they probably don't have any money. Shots fired. Like they're and also they're, second. They're, Tim, you think they're that they're just like team. They're, they're not a good team. Like they deserve what they're that's coming to them. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're a great team. They have the legend Alejandro Valverde. Yeah, um, I totally. Agree Moss is not legend, looking but... good. I, I Moss isn't looking good. Yeah, they're not as good as they once were. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, peaks and valleys. It's the roller coaster of life. Movistar is yeah. going to be able to get makes, us through. That's what makes relegation uh, so great and smart. How many teams go down in relegation? Two, I think. And how many come up? So it's going to be Uno X, and then they're oh, going to have Uno, to buy the license, right? I don't know, man. I'll Hold on. Inner Ring's got all the, the data. Every, like, four days, he's, like, putting up a new chart about it. How it's gonna work? All right. So well, they'll be they'll be hunting. Movistar's gonna be going the route of just hiring a bunch of stagers that are gonna win like the uh, you know continental championships. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, so little guy brings up a good point, Spencer. Your theorem has proven pretty good in the past. One to five, you're peaking too early. However, Roglic and um, Jonas seem to be head and shoulders above everybody else. So maybe they're a little bit outside of that. Um, it's, st- it's still as good overall. I thought the racing was fun, but little guy, Jack Haig is who stuck out to you in all of this. No, I didn't. I don't care, but Spencer, I know it was all about yeah. him last year. So that's why I was bringing him up. Yeah. No, I, I was nice to see Mentes and Chavez back up there. Yeah. You know, those Australian boys, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll get the announcers excited. They're, they're, they're good. They're fine. Neither of them, 
who I find to be the most exciting writers, but whatever. <laughs> um, I, I, I do want to say this Dauphine definitely was shades of 2004 to me. Uh, really? Where everybody, and I know it's different because we don't have Pogue here playing the role of Lance showing up and not having form and everybody else just crushing. Um, but man, Jumbo is so far ahead of everybody. I wouldn't be surprised if Brailsford right now is making some calls to UCI headquarters to, uh, you know, uh, order some new tests to be introduced into the Peloton or something. (laughs) Uh You know, I don't want to get a suit or anything, but holy cow, guys. (laughs) Well, the good news is we don't have anything. Um. (laughs) I don't know. It's uh, it's fishy times. So you think that they just have a superior doctor's? Yeah, well, that's a way of saying it without saying it. I don't know. Holy cow. I mean, they finished minute but what? Let, let me ask 40, this. And Wout won why almost is... every stage until the last two mountain <laughs> stages. Yeah. I mean, he it's basically a, did. They, did they, they're the remnants of the Rabobank team. They have a clean history. Everything is fine. <laughs> the, the real question yeah. I have is, I, I am more surprised by the lack of faith that people are having in Pogacar. Pogachar, uh-huh. sorry. Really? There's like a Why? 40k TT. I was doing a lot of research on oh, the um, Tour de France coming I up. I thought you meant like and doping. Faith. Like there's, there's like a 40k TT in here at the end of the race. Like I mean, yeah. I don't. And by the way, stage 16 did a little yeah. bit of research on that bad boy. Okay. Oh man, it's got uh, Alejandro Valverde written all over it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, sweet like downhill. It's got a sweet downhill. Um, on it it's a classic uh, medium mountain stage but yeah like when i was doing the research here it's like stage 19 there's like a 40k tt or stage 20 sorry and it's basically gonna be pogachar like there's no yeah but roglish can run pogachar yeah he's all right even even our uh our friend wout can tt okay as he proved last year i'm more worried about roglish or sorry i'm more i guess pogach pogachar Pogachar, mm-hmm. Pogachar. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, I'm more worried about him on the cobbles than anything. That one stage, but anyway, the Tour de France is going to be awesome. Also, starting this week was another classic um, uh, precedent of the uh, tour, and that's the Tour de Swiss. Uh, uh, yes. Okay, which one do you like better, Dauphiné or the Tour Swiss? Um, I think I get I get more excited about the Dauphiné just because it, it it starts tour panic season, and mm-hmm. it's so much it takes so much uh, excitement, and then it's like what another one started, and I can't I can't get back <laughs> like I need a break I need a little rest. So who do you, so who who's okay Let's let's uh let's let's talk about the panic meter. Let's talk yeah. about the panic meter going into the tour after the Dauphiné. You bring okay. up a good point, right? Um. So where are the bells and whistles going off? Clearly, Movistar is definitely going to have some. I mean, with Moss, like not no show basically. Um, yeah, that's got to be a panic. I mean, the, yeah. apparently this relegation thing you guys think is actually going to happen. So um, they're probably freaking out a little bit. So who yeah, else got I mean, some panic going on? Oh, uh, who else has got panic going on? I don't know. I mean, like, Bahrain looks good. I, Bahrain's where they want to be. AG2R's mm-hmm. over the moon, like Spencer said, that they got a result. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I think, I can't think of you a think team. think EF is that, all right? I think EF is super happy. Two guys, uh, Ch- Chavez and Guerrero in the top 10. Like, yep. that's 
that's right on the money for them. And if they can get one of those guys in the top ten at the tour, one, they don't get relegated, but two, that's like the season. I, I think it'll be more to see who the other GC guys and like the Ineos guys at uh Yeah, at, I was at just going to say some panic there uh, in in the old UK in the Ineos uh, uh, camp, I would you- think. More panic than what's happening over in Israel for the Israel Premier Tech uh, yeah. with old uh, Froomey. The, 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 the bar, yeah, the bar <laughs> is set quite a bit lower there, so I don't know that the panic is quite as severe. I mean, what's right. here's my question: We haven't seen we haven't seen Pogachar since Liège or Flesh Malone or something like that, um, and he's not he's not racing pre tour, which is very 2004 Lance. Yeah. I'm just, just going to keep throwing that one out tonight. Uh-huh. It, we're back. It feels like we're back there. But he's not racing. So he's not He's not doing Dauphine. He's not doing Swiss. He's not even doing, like, Slovenia, like, these little tours, little warm-up. He's showing up with no race days. He's going to smoke them. He's going to smoke them. <laughs> like it's, okay. I don't know. Little guy. Maybe. Let's go back to Ineos, though. So with the tragic crash to Bernal, who is now riding, but not going to make the tour. But mm-hmm. we hope again in the future and he's signed for i think three or four more years with Ineos. um yeah is yates their team leader adam yates or is it according to g garen thomas like who's their team leader going into the tour i would guess they have no idea and that's what's what not even da- decide. Not, <laughs> not even danny martinez like like what's the yeah i think, I think they'll the do like the try to they're gonna do the, they're gonna do the movie star approach just bring four four people I see. So, well, one like uh, G's getting older. Let's just admit it, and he hasn't he hasn't been up there at a tour for a couple years. Yates, this is the lesser Yates. I know it's hard to remember, but uh-huh. though he was really good last year, and Martin seems like the best one, but he hasn't ridden GC at a three week race. Like he's been there to support the big guys and like always been there. But I don't. If I'm maybe I'm forgetting, but I don't think there's a time he's actually been the leader and actually had to hold it together every single day. So that's that's a different animal, especially to throw you in at the tour, you know, with like two two other yeah. guys and be like, oh, now you're the leader of the most expensive team in the world because we, <laughs> our other guy fell down and Carapaz wanted to do a Giro. Spencer, what's a successful tour for Enios? Oof. Uh, man, I think not embarrassing themselves is probably a good start. Uh, no. Uh, two stage no, wins? Yeah, Three? no. I mean, you're gonna get two from Ghana. That's <laughs> that's if they can get uh, anything from anyone other than Ghana, it will be a successful tour. For Pitcock Ineos. will be there. Okay. Is Ghana riding the tour? He's on the yeah, he's got to be. I mean, at this oh. point, they have no one left. <laughs> Who is the guy you were bringing up last week that showed up at uh, Unbound? They're like, oh, he's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, no, we need, we need some starters. Um, I'm just saying, if if anyone from the Ineos uh, management is is listening to the Slow Ride podcast, I know we're quite popular in the UK. Um, you know, Tau Gegenhart, uh in the sweet spot at the Dauphiné could be could be your de facto leader if you uh, you know if you have the guts to put so, him on the roster. Who's got more panic? going through their um, their team bus right now. Total energies with all of their money that they've spent on the Peter Sagan experience uh-huh. or team bike exchange 
freaking out about securities investigations on the, the Australian Stock Exchange. <laughs> wondering if that sponsor is going to stick around. Um, well, I'd say I'm going to go Bike Exchange because that team is also close to relegation at the same time as their sponsor is in trouble and always an iffy sponsor. So mm-hmm. got to be them. I is mean, this- Total Energy, is, they've been wasting that saga money, but it seems to be inspiring the other guys to show up lately. So. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they're getting their media fill um, with the Sagan, you know, doing Unbound with Daniel Oss, getting tons of press, uh, it, you know, especially here in the U.S. There's, I mean, I think they probably got write-ups in like Beta. They probably got write-ups at Peloton, Outside Magazine, like all these places um, probably got tons of things to, you know, to say about it. Well, you would think, Spencer, but, um, <laughs> well, apparently Outside Magazine has shuttered uh, both Peloton and Beta. Oh, is it Beta? Um, we never, way, we we never I, got I was a to subscriber. know. It's <laughs> that that brand started and disappeared before anyone knew if it five was Beta issues. or Beta. And let me tell you, the five issues I enjoyed thoroughly. I uh-huh. had all of them. Um, it, I was really bummed about this, and I know this is old news. So if you come to the Slow Ride Podcast to break news. You're on the wrong podcast. Well, we but we did talk about this, it a couple of weeks ago this, while you were gallivanting around Europe. It's really, uh, it's really left a hole in my heart. When when Dirt Rag left me, uh-huh. I needed something to fill the gap, uh-huh. and I am just struggling. To, like Dirt Rag, I had a subscription for a long time. It was a great magazine, and now no more. And I thought Beta could do it with the kind of glossy um, look. It was a quarterly edition. Nope, didn't no. didn't fill. No. Um, and I think Peloton's going into like the uh, you know how like when you go to the uh, the dumpster? newsstand in the airport. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> or I guess I guess the dumpster at World Cycling Productions is very similar. Um, yeah. And they would just do like Tour de France guide, uh-huh. and then they'll put like the Peloton name on there, but they're not going to do anything like you know. Yeah. It's going to be like the the evergreen stuff, like top 100 bikes. And, you know, I thought NFTs were going to solve the problem for outside and we were going to be able to have uh, print publications. But we're still working um, on that. Yeah. When I'm we really get when we actually get money like sponsors or something, can we f- buy one of those top 100 bike uh, issues and then each roll a die and have to purchase with the podcast money, whatever bike it is we landed on and then have some sort of challenge with those, like whether it's an Everesting challenge again or, or something oh, like else. A top, um, like a top gear challenge. Like Tim rolled 86, you know, he's got a pretty bad bike out of the 100 little guy rolled a 20. Like how will this shake out? You know what I mean? Oh, oh okay. I like this. This is funny. This is a waste of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolute waste of money. This great is gonna content. Be, this is going to be a great segue into our premlap here in a, in, a, in a little bit. But I got to say that, like, I'm all into this idea. If you, if the listeners want us to participate in this idea, uh-huh. um, 100%, do we have a 100-sided die? That is the bigger question. Is this thing the size of the, the twine ball? Are, are there multiple dies that then multiple, have multipliers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you roll one for your since... tens column and one for your, your uh, ones okay. column. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, you know, I, I could do this. I, I think this sounds like, um, this sounds got like a, fun. You think you got a hot hand. All right. Yeah. Now little guy, real quick, 
Bike Exchange, Jayco, going to the tour. Is this the year that Michael Matthews wins a stage at the tour? <gasps> okay. Start list, and there's only way way to find out. It's we should call him up. And uh, let's call him up in this week's Prem Lap with the one and the only Michael Matthews. everybody and uh yeah enjoy your star ride podcast all right guys here we are in the prime lap and we'd like to thank all the members and supporters of the wide angle podium network and once again it is that time of year where it's the wide angle podium network drive We'd love to have you become a member and a supporter of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Um, yeah. Drive time uh, is a big deal. Um, it we it doesn't come around very often. Uh, it actually hasn't for a couple of years because we uh, took some some pandemic time off when everyone was uh, uh, kind of, you know, the minds were elsewhere, the funds were elsewhere and all that. Yeah. And uh, 2022 is uh is when we're coming back uh hat in hand trying to uh you know <laughs> to reach get funding out for our bikes to get funding for bad ideas um no yeah i mean yeah, maybe for sure but um no it's it's this this whole thing this whole scheme depends on support from the listeners a yes. lot like npr a lot like uh, uh you know many other uh, uh similar situations out there and um you know we don't ask for much we we bug you a little bit each episode but uh during the donor drive we are going to bug you a lot more and uh and see if we could do it but we're gonna try and make it worth your while we've got uh great donor swag uh if you are signing up during the month of june um we we have a wide angle podium beanie that is going to be produced to keep your Head and ears nice and toasty over those cold winter months when there's no bike racing to be had. Love it. So once again, how would you do this? You would go to wideanglepodium.com and you can click on the link to donate or become a member. Absolutely. Um, There's both recurring uh, memberships and then there's a one-time only donation as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Little guy is is getting ready for Schwam again. Um, the support of the network allows us to, uh, have a little guy there at Schwam again, where he's going to be able to try to slay it against us, but we're going to beat him. Um, I like but more, that makes it sound like without people donating, just you guys would go. Yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, no, no, we wouldn't go either. We wouldn't go either. But the, the, <laughs> like, like true. only I'm like, I'm the, yeah. the real truth is sure. that we, we appreciate everyone's support, but it's not just for, for us. Sure. It's for the entire Wide Angle Podium Network. And yeah. if you go to WideAnglePodium.com, yeah. this is this is the truth. This is the heart of the matter. There are some great shows over there that are doing great work. Bill Scheichen and CX Hairs, along with Amanda Nauman and Zach Schuster on the Grodio podcast, had a great recap of Unbound. We also have friends of the podcast, uh, Michael Bodenheimer, who's at Tulsa Tough right now, Mm-hmm. doing amazing photography and you know it's going to show up in um hot hot lap summer you also have spencer i mean rob kelly uh-huh. of criterium nation slaying it with actual reporting i don't know if you saw the stats that he had from tulsa tough but best buddies took it to legion this year 
and they flipped the script on when to attack with about four laps to go. It was pretty awesome. And they yeah. had the stats last year versus this year. It's all great. You should check it out. And that's all wideanglepodium.com. Yep. Absolutely. It it supports the entire network. It supports everything that everybody's doing. And a lot of these newer shows like Rodeo and like Criterium Nation, um, specifically, like they haven't been around for a donor drive. So they haven't felt the love of the community that we have built up around these shows. And uh, it would mean a lot to to us and to them, I know, uh, to get some support during this drive. So we would really appreciate it. Um, you know, if you could take some time, head over to wideanglepodium.com slash donate. Um, pick a pick a number that works for you. You can do it monthly. You can do it annually and uh, support some some of the shows on the network. Awesome. And don't sleep on Nowhere Fast, by the way. Oh, yeah. That was new from the pandemic, and that show is absolutely killing it with digital racing. Uh, it's a real I, thing. It is a real <laughs> thing. I love, Man, talk about stats. Uh, talk about nerding out on some things. Uh, man, do they yeah. do some really good technical uh, know-how, some inside baseball stuff on, on the virtual racing scene and how that yeah. all works. So if you want to know how to hook it up with a KitchenAid mixer, they're uh-huh. going to be the ones that are probably going to be able to help you and get away with it. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Wideanglepodium.com. We'd also like to thank our recurring sponsor that continues to give support. And of course I'm talking about hammerhead. And so once again, hammerhead is joining us with fantastic computer, the crew Two. So you're mm-hmm. definitely going to want to get one of those. And then if you use the sweet promo code that we're going to give you, you can get your very own color-coordinated kit, which is the best part. So you want your custom color kit? You want a free water bottle? You're going to go to hammerhead.io, and you're going to use the promo code SLOWRIDE at checkout to get yours today. Once again, that is hammerhead.io, and use the promo code SLOWRIDE. Yeah. The the Crew 2 has been my go-to computer since it landed in my mailbox. Um... I love this thing. I can't get enough. The The mapping and navigation and routing has really been clutch for me um, as far as getting around, finding new routes and all that stuff. And then the uh, the climber feature, of course, um, where you can test yourself against your previous rides on, on local climbs, which is pretty rad. Uh, makes you feel like you're actually racing somebody, even when you're just training solo for Schwamigan to destroy your friends. Um and that's, you know, that's one of the things I like best about the crew too. Um, not to mention it's, it's just beautiful. And, uh, you know, they've recently got picked up by SRAM. So, you know, they're legit. They're the real deal. They've got some, some big company backing them now. Uh, you know, they're not just a weird little startup computer anymore. Um, yeah, I love it. Oh, it's going to so, be fantastic. Yeah. Um, so if you, especially if we see some color coordinated computer kits. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you get one of these, definitely tweet it at us. Don't send it to the Instagram. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> some some technical issues with our Instagram, uh, ongoing technical issues. Um, but yeah, head over to hammerhead.io. Uh, drop one uh, in your cart. Drop in the color kit. Drop in a premium water bottle. And those two bits will be free when you pick up the Karoo 2 and use the promo code SLOWRIDE when you check out. Hey, let's get back to the show. This is Mitch Stalker. 
and you're listening to Life in the Peloton, also the Slow Ride Podcast, afterwards. <laughs> hey guys, before we get into the mailbag, I just want to give a quick shout out. I've been doing, <laughs> starting to do some initial research on the Women's Tour de France and okay. the eight stages that it's going to be. The Sunday, the final Sunday of the tour is day one of the women's tour de France. So they both are going to have racing on the champs Elysees. Okay. Naturally the ASO, um, you know, is limiting the, the length. It's only an 82 kilometer race, uh, for the women on the champs Elysees. but shout out the final day, stage eight summit finish. Really? And if any of the, um, the women's tour in Britain was any inclination, I hope you guys caught any of that over the weekend or sorry, over the past week, a week long stage race. I mean, I wish it was three weeks as, as much as the next person, but I mean, this one week is going to be pretty amazing. And then when it ends on the top of one of arguably one of, you know, the most important climbs in the, the men's tour de France um, this year, and then it's the end of the women's race. It's yeah. going to be pretty awesome. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think, I don't think there's anybody that's not, looking forward to this race. It is going to be incredible and I cannot wait. It's, it's going to be great. Now I just want to give you guys a, uh, a, a, a quiz, if you will. Can I, can I ask okay. you a quiz? Sure. Okay. I love, um, is hot. What's that? No, nothing. I was wondering if there was a patented super Ricky game show kind of name to this quiz or if it was just sort of a off the cuff thing. Okay, I've got a game show. It's called Spot the Difference. Okay. All right. right. Spot the Difference. Gentlemen, for the winner of the white jersey, sponsored by Liv, Uh how much does the rider get in the women's Tour de France? Money. In euros. Euros. What is the prize money for best young rider um, for for women? Overall, Uh, best... Best Young Rider for Women, sponsored by Liv. Okay, we've got Spencer and Matt doing their best to think about this. Um, yeah. How much, uh, Matt, is the winner of the white jersey going to get for the women's Tour de France? Oof. Oof a doof. This is going to be hard to know how to load to go here. 3,000. Okay. Uh, the, the little Matt Allen goes with 3,000. Uh, Spencer, what do you have, sir? Uh, twenty nine ninety nine. Tim. Well, the answer is three thousand euros. Little guy is correct. Okay, now, now, little guy, um, how much what? does the men's winner of uh, the white jersey receive? How much does the white jersey? This is sponsored by Chris. Uh, that that is not a gentleman named Chris. It is K R Y S Chris. Um, I don't even know what they do, but how much does the men's winner of the white jersey win the Tour de France? Twenty-five thousand. Ooh, okay, twenty-five thousand. Uh, Spencer, um, what do you get? Twenty-four nine ninety-nine. Tim. Uh, the winner is twenty thousand men. Now, yes! now, bonus round. Wow. Bonus round. Um, can you spot difference. the difference? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd like yeah, to buzz in. <laughs> yeah, yes. Go, go ahead, Spencer. I can spot the difference. It's about seventeen thousand euros, Tim. Okay. All right. All right. Now let's go to the final round. Um, Spencer and little guy, I uh, need you guys thinking very, very um, heavily on this one. This is a very important yellow jersey winner Oof. of the Oof. first 
women's Tour de France, the first edition, not, uh-huh. you know, not the first ever Tour right, de France right, for right, women, because right. that actually existed in the 1980s. But um, the Femmes of a Zwift, first edition, eight wonderful stages across the countryside of France. The uh-huh. world's attention will be on these ladies uh-huh. who have proven to be amongst the best athletes in the world. Uh-huh. Um, how much does the winner of the women's Tour de France get? I'm gonna buzz. Oh, uh, what do you got, little guy? What's your number? What's your what's your estimate? Twenty thousand. Twenty. Oh, that's bold. I was I'm uh, tempted to say nineteen nine ninety nine, uh, but I actually want to guess fifteen thousand. That is. My oh, guess. you're both wrong. It's fifty thousand euros. Really? Like, really? A, yeah. All right. Uh, What's the men's uh, game? Amazing. Where? Well, little guy, well, uh, you you, you played this game before. We are in the final round. Spot the difference. Um, so, 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 so fifty thousand for the women. This is amazing. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Uh, bonus round. Final round. What is the men's winner of the uh-huh. Tour de France win? Uh, uh-huh. Spencer. Uh, in cash. In cash, yes. What's the I'm gonna what, say cash prize for the final wearer of the yellow jersey at the? I'm gonna say two hundred and twenty-five thousand. Two hundred twenty-five thousand. So you're at fifty thousand for women and two hundred twenty-five thousand. That's quite the jump, um, quite the difference. Uh, uh, Matt Allen, what do you got? I'm gonna say one hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty thousand. Wow, you guys are. I mean, it is like it's almost like it's the '90s, and and things are things are moving forward, and we are living in a progressive <laughs> society. Uh oh. Um, the men's winner gets five hundred thousand euros. Whoa. Um, that would be five hundred thousand euros for the uh, the men's winner, fifty thousand for the women's winner. Um, uh-huh. Can you guys spot the difference? Ten x. 10x that is that is the difference uh spencer you're the winner um and for yes. that spencer you are going to get the same prize that a stage winner that the women would get which is four thousand euros because if you were a man you would get eleven thousand euros for a stage win and which is even more embarrassing is that there's 21 stages for the for the men's race uh-huh. um so that that payout i'll just do the quick uh, calculations of 21,000 uh sorry 21 <laughs> stages times yeah. eleven thousand. Um, uh, let's see, that's 21 times 11,000. That's going to equal $230,000 in payout for stage winners at the Tour de France. Uh, not yep. bad for the women. Let's, okay. let's see what it is for the women. Uh, 4,000 times eight. Oh, oh, we have another 10 X situation here. Um, very, very close spot. The difference. I mean, you guys, great, fantastic winners. I think we have ourselves a new game show. Absolutely. This is a, yeah, this is my good. favorite one because I've very clearly won. Other than the depressingness of the content, it is very sad. It it makes you feel oh. bad. You know, it's kind of the opposite of what game shows usually do. But I, I mean, oh, it is a, an important uh, game what, show nonetheless. It's what we're here for. So let's uh, let's get into the mailbag. Um, we've got lots of hits for you, little guy. Um, the first one comes to us from Jeremy Wynn. I don't even know what this one is, but it just says I opened up Instagram lately and it asked me what my birth date was. Um, so that was, that might as well, if you guys just want to start directing these emails, the little guy, um, he uh-huh. is hot on the case to fix the Instagram yeah. account. Um, we got another email. This one comes to us from Frank Cundiff, who was a link to a story in the daily mail. So, you know, it's appropriate. Um, and this is about, uh, OnlyFans workers that are sleeping with employees of Instagram to get their Instagram accounts back. Um, little guy, have you gone down this route yet? 
No, I haven't. That's 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 what I was referring to last week. So that's plan Link B. That was not willing to go. That's oh. plan B. Okay, well, yeah. well, thanks to uh, um, uh, Frank Cundiff for thinking of us and thinking of pulling out all the stops. <laughs> um, this next one comes to us from Adam Shoup, the the uh, classic uh, friend of the pod, multi-time. Adam Shoup chased down little guy's shirt, the rail yeah. bike shirt. Yeah. Legend, yeah. podcast Hall of Fame member. Um, his sure, subject totally. line is for the Instagram page. Um, so this is going to be good. Are you familiar with the 90s predecessor of AG2R known as Chazal? Before the brown bibs and sponsorship from a French multinational insurance firm, they had Chazelle, a regional meat producer of the French Alps. Now AG2R's GM started the team on a shoestring budget of only 60000 US, which is almost the equivalent of the women's winner of the Tour de France. Um, he started uh-huh. this team in 1992 with 60000 US, but they punched above their weight and got an invitation to the tour in 93 and they had a wonderfully garish design and their kit is amazing. It is high vis orange, high vis pink and high vis blue. It's got random geometric shapes for a little guy. Um, it's got a solid Veda, um, uh, sponsorship on there. And, uh, you know what? I like it. Adam shoot puts together a a shirt for us. It says, Tim, Matt, and Spencer. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it even has a Swift Cycle logo up on the collar. Which, by the way, I, I, I that's the that's the uh, mint touch. I I think we have um, we have the lit, we have the leader in the clubhouse for the uh, the New Jersey. Um, and uh, we'll you know, since he donated that. his time, we will have to give him a free jersey. I mean, that's what graphic oh, designers sure. want. Sure. Yeah. They put together something that's so good. We should uh, get that up on the uh, on the old Instagram. Let people see. It's, we it's should amazing. get it on the Instagram. In the meantime, um, let's get it on the Twitter because it is. We'll really definitely put it on the Twitter. It, it it made me laugh out loud, and that's a really good thing. <laughs> seeing seeing that version of, of of the jersey with us, like it made me very excited. I ran to Caitlin to show her. So it was a it was a very very good jersey. I love it yeah. and. Uh, yeah, so I'd like to thank Adam for that. And uh, little guy, we got another email from uh, washing machine enthusiast uh, Todd Grassman, who hit us up with a DIY bike camper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sent us a good video. Uh, some German dude building the funny little camping trailer. Almost looks like he's building in like a storefront bathroom most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a little what confused it, where he was building this. He's just welding in, in what looks like a shower. But but that's not the point of the email. The point of the email no. from Todd is what would you put in your bike camper? So if you guys were going to build a camper to tow behind your bicycle, what type of accessories would you have in there? What would you build it from? Um, you know, I would you go? I I would probably go with the Bob trailer. I think the Bob trailer. Like I I, I like to live. You know, I live a balanced lifestyle. I only need one wheel back there. I don't. I don't need a yeah. burly trailer or anything. Yeah. Um, I'd probably have a shower. Definitely a shower. <laughs> I think it's an underestimated thing about bike packing is the lack of showers. Yeah, as someone who just just did one night, I can smell you through lot. the Zoom. I, uh, <laughs> I can say a shower would have been nice. I don't know. You know, I feel like I should have a better answer right now since I just went camping. It's the spirit of bike packing. 
I don't have anything immediately jumping out other than like having a good cooler situation. Like if if I had had a solar panel that could just power a small hmm. cooler, that would be awesome for a multi-day deal. I don't need a large space, but if you just have like a milk you need to keep cool, like you, there's some things that you milk. can't buy in small milk. enough portions. <laughs> milk is well, what you would not not no, like an air conditioner. Not. Interesting. No, I don't want an air conditioner. Air conditioners are gross. I don't want air conditioner any time in my life. What, what? I know they're essential for life in your part of the country, but they're not in Minnesota. But yeah, oh, they're wonderful. So milk you would have in there, uh, and yeah. Well, my my point is, there's always there's often a, something you want. So you're on a little bike tour for two or three days. You want to have cereal. You uh-huh. can't bring a small enough amount of milk that you use it up in one day because you need it for three days. Or you just can't buy things in, in one size serving sometimes. You get somewhere there's just like enough milk for three bowl for like three days of cereal. Uh-huh. But you don't want to get it and have it spoil. But like yeah. there's the thing you want. Uh-huh. And so you just need a very uh-huh. small fridge. A very small fridge would be amazing. What about like Tim a rain, conditioner, though. like a rain barrel system to collect water, so that you wouldn't have to fill your bottles? Oh, is he gonna filter it too? Yeah, so, so you like can put it on your cereal. Carbon filter, yeah, yeah. It solves right, your soy cool. milk problem and your water bottle problem. Yeah. All right. So I think my rain I think my filter. my camper is gonna have a motor in it. Okay. Definitely. Tim's a bike Tim's motor. certainly would. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That mine's tracks. actually going to have some slide outs. <laughs> it's going to have a Tim's so. is actually going to be a Mercedes Sprinter. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah Tim's yeah. is Tim's is an air conditioner uh-huh. and motor. It's yeah. it's really it's really. Uh, in the I just built my own camper, camper. and uh, look, guy, can you help me change the oil? Yeah, um, it'd be it'd be. He's great. A truly embracing the master's facing lifestyle. So, oh, a hundred percent. You know, guys, I've been doing lots of research lately on these uh, Tour de France episodes coming up. Uh-huh. Um, lots of other things, lots of things that are happening in the world of cycling. Um, something came across my desk um, today is that USA Cycling, and now I don't know if this is the first time they've done it, but I noticed it in an advertisement that they had today. Okay. That um, they are separating out the Madison National Championships from the Track National Championships. Um, in the middle of November, we can go to uh, Detroit to the indoor Lexus Velodrome where they are going to be hosting the U.S. Madison National Championships. How excited are you guys for this? Is this going to be the rebirth of Madison racing in the U.S.? We've been hearing about it for a while. I wrote my senior thesis on this, on six-day um, racing. Um, <laughs> is, is this, is this, uh, this going to be the Huckleberry? Why? Why would separating it out be the I, I don't I, understand. Again, I don't know. I'm assuming it probably <laughs> has to do with this with this velodrome in Michigan that is only like 200 meters. Yeah, and so they okay. they technically can't do any other race on this uh, track because it's 200 meters. Wait. And why would you build a velodrome that's only 200 meters that you can't yeah, use? Why? Um, why? For international. Lexus. Wait, did Lexus build it? Is this like when? Like I'm pretty sure. When car companies do a bike tie-in to go with their with their like this <laughs> suburban bi- road bike that comes with your suburban, and they are like have no idea what to do, and they get the intern to deal with it. Like they got like, Lexus uh, got the intern. They're like build a velodrome, and he's like, "What's a velodrome?" And like just figure it out and do it. Like, build uh, the smallest we, one you can. And he was can like, you imagine okay. who sold Lexus that like oh track bikes are the future? This is the you know forget about mountain bikes. Don't oh, be boy. Subaru. 
We are going to get gotta, emails. Oh, we yeah. are going to get emails. This is, this, this is going to be the one. It's like the Edsel Ford of Lexus. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's great. Um, yeah, so that was one thing that came across. Uh, don't think I ever need to mention it again. Just wanted to give a shout out um, to that. <laughs> I, I love the Madison. The Madison's an amazing event. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's a little confusing. It's, it, it's but also amazing. Uh, and that's part yeah. of why it's it's so good. But um, Yeah. I mean, you like watching them. You don't like riding them. Though. Oh, I love um, riding them. Just not the whole thing. <laughs> I've got a. Uh, I've got people, some people at home don't know. Sam, I wait. I gotta say this: me and Spencer have ridden many a Madison together. Many. There have been many, but there have been a few Madisons where I, I was full. looking. I was looking. Where is that guy to do the exchange? And I'm like, uh-huh. where? Oh, he's on the infield. It's it's hard to communicate. Like, no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it's <laughs> hard to like, communicate what what, <laughs> what you're going to do when you're going to leave exit the race. Um, when your partner's like going full gas, you know, on the other side of the track, I've never been get, more scared no good in my way, life. Never know? been more scared in my life than in a Madison. Oh, I, I loved it. I actually really the, enjoyed it. The I chaos just, of people were, just like, yeah, no, there were like a few years me, where, where we were actually competitive ish yeah. could finish, but then there were a few years where I didn't have the fitness and I had to leave no. little guy but, out to dry, but you know, hard. I mean, a combination of like, of you thinking that you knew what you were doing. And I'm talking about me. Like, I'm like, Oh, I'm an expert in Madison's cause I learned about it last week. Yeah. And then a bunch of other people that also think that they're experts in it is the recipe for absolute chaos. Um, thank God I didn't have to pull splinters out. Um, there, I just like taking riders out during training. Um, but you know, fun stuff there. We don't need to talk any more about um, that. I do want to, uh, you know, we were talking about Detroit, so let's go to Bummerville, um, real quick. I, uh, I don't know. If, I've mentioned it before in the past, but I have concerns or not concerns. We've talked about UAE and, um, Bahrain and sports washing. There's another major sports washing that's going on. Um, or I, I hope is not going on. Um, frontline PBS documentary last month. You guys check it out. It's called escape from Eritrea. And it's about the whole, like, uh, uh, political situation that's going on in Eritrea. And then at coupling that with the amazing cyclists that are coming out that I, it's really tough for me at times to celebrate the, the individual success you can absolutely support, but what's happening in Eritrea with the millions of people, um, that are underneath the rule there, check it out on frontline. It's called escape from Eritrea. I just won a Peabody award for best journalism. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, me in Bummerville right now. All right. That sounds Depressing, but yeah, I don't know enough about Eritrea. I do know, I know enough to know it's not a great, uh, a great situation for a lot of people. But I should probably learn. Um, Thanks, Timmy. And then this past weekend, I will say some of the best content that I have uh, seen coming out has been around Tulsa Tough. They continue continuously mm-hmm. crush it, and it makes me excited about American bike racing again. Uh, last year was awesome with Legion. The year before that was awesome with Legion and all the content that continuously comes out of it. And now once again, it's back. It's sn- I felt like it snuck up on me this year a mm. little bit, um, like where I wasn't expecting it. And then all of a sudden I'm like looking at my phone and on Instagram and Twitter and I'm like, oh, it's Tulsa Tough Weekend. I, it's got to be the king of the criterium scene now. It seems that it's totally uh, taken over the seat from Athens Twilight, from like yeah. my like 
is the one that you wanted to go see. But now you've got four days of racing down there in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. It almost makes Tulsa look cool. I continuously look at Tulsa real estate for some reason during this time of year. Uh, And anyways, it's been fantastic. I think it's the alliteration. Oh, you do? Personally. I think if more races uh, went that route, you know, it uh, it just it, it's just easy to remember, you know. Even if I I can't think of another race that has done this, you know, it's not a Flanders Fields that 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 branded itself and wasn't just yeah. like the ex sponsor presented by ex sponsor tour of wherever nobody cares about. Well, it just falls out of your brain. Spencer just spit yeah, that one out there. It was great. And the alliteration is really good. Do you, yeah. Yeah. The the alliteration. Yeah, I remember it. Maybe it's that. Yeah. I just it also seems a combination of some pretty cool events, right? You've got like the arts district criterium at night, and then you've got well, this whole that. crybaby hill thing now with you know, which has continuously been a party. I just it seems like a fun weekend of racing that I want to go check out at some point. I don't think I was ever that way when I was a like when I was a participant, of course I wanted to go to Super Week and I wanted to go to Dairyland and because those were bike racing. I don't think I want to go race bikes at Tulsa Tough, but I wouldn't mind going to watch Tulsa Tough, I guess is what I'm getting at. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's well, exciting watched, from yeah, a spectator point of view. To me. Yeah. Weird. It's well, backwards. a weird angle for the huh. U.S. bike racing scene <laughs> to go. I mean, that's it's, weird. It's that's new weird. and exciting. No, that's, I, I mean, it ties in with the branding and it ties in with, like, the team branding that, uh, you know, Justin Williams is trying to spearhead with Legion and now the Miami Blazers and all these other teams, uh, Toronto. Is, is there a Tulsa team? Um, there's some other teams. We could, I doubt it. Uh, you'll have to listen to Criterium Nation on the Wedding of Podium Network, uh, we, to learn all the ins and outs about Criterium racing would in you North guys, America. I mean, I know we Hosted were talking me, about bad Rob ideas Kelly. earlier, um, and wonderful challenges. What if we got a franchise and we could create our own from scratch from the Tulsa Tough. Uh-huh. It could be the Tulsa Tough Toros. Tulsa Toros. Tulsa They're bulls, right? What Tigers. Are toros? The Tulsa Tough What's Toros. That's four Ts. Oh, okay. We're four. We're we're four T. <laughs> in my market research, the more Ts I see, the more Ts in the in the, in the title, the better. So good. That's that's what I found. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, we'll work on it. If we can, uh, if we can get the funding from this wide angle podium, uh, donor drive to get us some three, three <laughs> test bikes of the best 100, the next thing on the agenda will be bike racing team based in Tulsa, Oklahoma called the Tulsa Tigers or the Tulsa Toros, or maybe the Tulsa, um, Tap I was trying to think if there's a shark named with a T, but I Tiger can't think shark. of one. Um, there you go. I was just hanging out in, <laughs> I was in, I was in new Smyrna what? beach, the, be the shark bite capital of the world earlier today. That sharks on my mind. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Cool. Tulsa tiger sharks criterium racing sharks. team presented um, by the slow ride podcast. That's a shirt we could, we could sell. It's can we announce it? Can we announce it on the rim shot podcast or cycle ball adjacent <laughs> podcast, uh, of, of evil Niper. Um, yes. that's also a quick reminder just to everybody. So we've got some live shows coming up. We've got Schwamigan, um, in September. Uh, and we've also got Glasgow 2023. Yeah. Um, we're hard at work at securing venues and <laughs> seats for the cycle ball, um, finals. 
We don't know exactly when it's taking place. Yeah. Um, probably during another event of some kind, but we will be at the Cycle Ball um, event with dozens of listeners of the Slow Ride podcast. Come check it out. Um, we can't wait to be there. Um, we'd, we'd also like to thank yeah. uh, Hammerhead for their continued support. Best part about Hammerhead is that you can color customize yes. your head unit. It's awesome. Go to hammerhead.io and use the promo code SLOWRIDE. Purchase a Karoo 2, customize the color, and get a free water bottle. It's awesome. Super yep. easy to use. They look good. Yep. They look sweet. Check it out. Once again, hammerhead.io. Amazing. Use the promo code SLOWRIDE. And I've been uh, storing up all my rides on my hammerhead and not uploading them to Strava, so you guys don't know what I'm up for, to. That's, for Schwamigan? Uh, that's my oh, secret okay. plan yeah. here for Schwamigan. Speaking of Schwamigan, yeah, people are going to have to go to that event and attend the live show that we're going to do there so that they can uh, just watch me revel in the glory of just absolutely destroying you guys. I went so, looking forward to that. It's worth I, the pr- price I pumped of up my mountain bike tires um, the other day, and then I, uh, I, I had to Ooh. actually take off the front wheel, and I did, and then all these washers fell off, and I remembered that it's like my, my uh, fork is like a boost. My my like That's bad. my fork Go is on. boosted. It's a bad thing. Or something that's got like a, a power boost or something. I don't know how it works. And then uh-huh. but my hub is like yeah, yeah, too, totally. too small yeah, and yeah. I gotta like Sounds put it back real. together. But I'm rocking rigid, boys. Single speed. Uh-huh. It's gonna be the lightest bike on the, the start line. I love it. Uh, dust you guys. Yeah. Um it's gonna help. Uh, uh, so you guys oh, know boy. I got a silly bike, my silly bike, but uh a friend of the podcast offered me a, a probably faster and better bike. <laughs> Who's this? It'll probably be lighter than your bike, and I I'm weighing my options here. So a soft I go with, ride. Is it a soft ride? A, a silly choice or a good choice. It's not a soft ride. It's actually a good choice for what the are the race. two? That's what the, are the two the choices? That gives me gives me pause. Is it's? Well, he's trying I to mean, not. He's between, trying to be coy. Between yeah. my Schwamigan bike and this. And when this you say Schwamigan bike, the one bike, that you rode last I time, should ride. Oh, you should 100 percent ride that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put a rip. Ride that a rim strip on it for sure. Oh, that's cute. Right. You're riding, uh-huh. okay. you're riding tubes. Well we'll, well, we'll we'll dig into this a little further uh, next time yeah. around. But um, yeah, just w- just one last push on the Wide Angle Podium donation drive. Uh, head over to wideanglepodium.com slash donate. Kick in a few bucks. Help us do all the stuff we're trying to do. Help the other shows on the network do the things that they're trying to do because they're the ones actually out there pounding the pavement, doing the hard work. We just sit here and make dumb jokes and come up with bad ideas about buying bikes, um, which we are happy to do if you support the podcast. But, um, you know, uh, head over to whiteanglepodium.com, check it out, uh, and, and, you know, donate if you are able. And with that, we'd like to thank all of our listeners and emailers at the slowridepodcast at gmail.com. Send us your email where they're gratefully received and we'll read them on the show. We'd also like to thank everyone that follows us on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod and those that have kept the Instagram account alive at the Slow Ride Pod. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando. This is Matt diligently sending notes to Instagram in Minneapolis. (laughs) And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.
Ugh, I'm disgusted. Yeah. Kirby Puckett would be pissed. There's an elegance to bike racing. For all its technology and engineering, it's a simple question of physics. How do you move a body through space as quickly and efficiently as possible? When the rider and the machine work as one, it's almost as if the solid world has melted away and all that remains is the spirit, the pure, raw, and unfiltered soul of sport. Life is measured in many units, miles, kilometers, kilos, and pounds, but we measure it one corner at a time. We've entered the golden age of crit racing, the most exciting spectator event in sport, where all of human drama plays out before us on our city streets. On this show, we bring you the news of the day and take you inside the personalities of the teams and riders and right up to the gates of the premier events in the world. Welcome to Criterium Nation. Criterium Nation. 